Welcome to the second episode of We the People. I'm Emily Wismas, Editor-in-Chief of the Wildcat Chronicle. Today, we'll be talking about gender equality. There are a multitude of circumstances in which different genders feel at a disadvantage. The concept of gender equality is used to show empowerment of all genders, whereas gender equity refers to the process of treating all genders with the same amount of fairness regardless of the circumstances. So why do we want it anyways? In this episode, we'll dive deeper into all the issues regarding gender equality. Okay, um, so thank you all for being here. Um, I have some senior peers with me, Maggie Clancy, Tyler Toman, Joy Vogt, and Christian O'Neill. Um, so let's just get right into it. In most parts of the world, uh, women are seen as less worth than men. And um, there's a huge problem in this country, and we've fallen to the 26th place in the world as far as um, the gender gap goes. So for you two women here, what describe to me like the best and the worst things about being a woman in 2016? First, you want me to go? All right. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sick. But what <laughs> I, I think the best thing is there's this sense of community. And I think it springs from the worst things. So like the worst things are kind of rape, sexual assault, and just assault in general on women. And I think that we've built this community to support each other through all that hardship. And I think that we've taken this terrible, horrible thing and we've grown it into this beautiful flower of this wonderful thing. Like I, there's plenty of women I don't know, but I knew, I know that if they're in trouble, I have their back and they have my back, which I think mm -hmm. is really the most special thing yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I I would say the exact same thing. Maggie? Um, I'm going to have to agree with Joy on that. I think the best part is the community and uh, this sense of just unity, um, no matter who you meet who's also a woman, you have this instant connection of, oh, I've been there, or something like that. So I think that's um, definitely one of the best parts of it, and I think um, it rises above the inequality in a way that... Um, that can extend to everybody and it's just really supportive and nice. Mm -hmm. So Christian, <laughs> our conversation um, the other day, I asked you kind of your viewpoint on the whole gender inequality sure. controversy and that whole ordeal and you said that women and men are nearly equal. Yes, so my yeah. question is to you how come we aren't completely equal? Because there's obviously a difference between nearly and completely. Sure. I would say, uh, as far as law goes, women and men are completely equal. There's no right that a woman has that, uh, that a man doesn't have, or vice versa. There's no right a man. There's no right that a man has or that a woman does not have. When I talk about uh, that, they're not nearly equal. I don't think women and men can be obviously completely equal in the sense that they can't be the same because women and men are different and um, there's there's different uh, there's different qualities that men and women have men generally are you know obviously men are physically stronger while women obviously have other uh, they're known to be more nurturing at the same time on, on an average basis mm -hmm. and uh, for instance one of the th and actually there is one thing in law in society for instance Men are have to register for the draft. I had to go and read, I just turned eighteen. Uh, Actually, women do have to register for the draft now. Um, really? It was mm -hmm. a law. What? 20, 20, 
2016? It's a really recent yeah. thing. Once you turn 18, women have to apply for the draft now. So, I mean, yes, as far as law goes, there's things where we're completely equal. Absolutely. Well, I would say that there isn't, I, I don't think you can point out a single law that actually benefits uh, men higher than women. In fact, when in, in public, actually in public hiring, it, women actually have an advantage, and women have advantages in uh, specific fields. As far as uh, public hiring, in the government there's affirmative action, women have priority over men, because a lot of the time men are oversaturated in the uh, the job that they have, and so they prefer to have women. Women are more likely to get hired in those areas. As far as governmental jobs, yes, you said? yes. Because, so, but because then, how is it that in Congress it's a thirty-two percent is women, and everyone else is men? I, I and in the Fortune five hundred, only twenty-one CEOs of those five hundred companies are female. Sure. The reason is because women and men, on average, make different choices. Men are more likely. Uh, I mean, let's just take a look at numbers. Less than 1% of people are going to be politicians, right? Mm -hmm. Far less, like a, a percentage of a percent, right? Mm -hmm. And there's more men who choose to become politicians. It, it's, it's, it, it's not... But how, what do you think influences those choices, per se? I think that women and men... I think, it, I think it's a mixture of nature and nurture. For instance, there are actual, you know, scientific differences and biological differences between but men and women. What does the biological difference have to do oh, with him, whether? Let him, let him I know, but what does the biological difference have to do when becoming a politician? Because, because it's shown that women and men make different choices. Men are more likely to take risks. Men are more likely to uh, choose work over family, on average. Men are more, and that that applies to things like that. And if you, and when you take into all the all the choices that men and women make, on average, again, I'm not saying that no woman obviously works chooses work over family, or no man chooses family over work. But on average, men do choose work over family, and then men are obviously more likely to take risks. They're more likely to, for instance, in the workplace, ask for a raise. They're more likely to be aggressive in negotiating their salary, things like that. And and when you add all these little things up, it it. it, it it, it turns into a slightly, you know, in, in certain areas, there's more men than women. Just like in how certain jobs and professions, there's more, more women than there are men. Mm -hmm. So, going back to what Maggie said, why do you think more men are making that choice to be CEOs or to be politicians? Where do you think that's coming from? You've told us the biological aspect. I think it's mostly biological. Do you biology. think there's a social aspect? Do you think maybe men have been told that, hey, these are jobs that you should kind of look at. These are jobs that you should do. And women are told, hey, these are jobs that you should look at. And do you ever think that maybe there's not a lot of crossover there? I think that in this generation, when I was growing up, I was never, ever, I cannot recall a single time where I've told, since you're a man, you should go do X, go do Y. I think it's all, it really comes down to choices. I, as far, when I'm, you know, I don't know about you, I mean, you guys grew up and uh, you went to school at the same time I did. I've always been told women can do, do exactly the same things as men. I'm not, and you're right in saying that there has been a time where that, uh, the, where that actually has been the case, where women couldn't be doctors, women couldn't be lawyers, but that's not, that was in the past and that's not now. For instance, let's look at something that actually applies, right? Well, let's, let's look at something in our school. By freshman year, eighth grade, 
I was never encouraged, really, to do any particular thing. My parents just told me, do whatever you want. If you apply yourself, you can do whatever. And I thought, hmm, drafting could be something that's interesting. So, because sound, being an engineer sounds like a pretty cool thing. Making things, I was really interested in making things. And I, my eighth grade year, I went and I applied, and I, I mean, I chose my class, I chose drafting one. And on the first day of school, every single person in there was a male, and besides one female. And that, and nobody forced the men, nobody really in, encouraged the men to uh, go to that class. No one forced the men to go pick that choice. No one forced women not to pick that choice. But well, friend, my, my question is though, how, how can you say that no one forced them to do that when there are certain families that will say, that certain very conservative families where they'll say, you, you, we have to keep things traditional. Sure. The, the woman is in the house and the man goes out and expands his education I know and a expands that, his workplace. I know a family that literally doesn't let their female children, they have to wear skirts. They legitimately are not allowed to wear pants in their house. I and mean, they wear pants outside of their house um, all the time because they don't care. And that's ridiculous because but it's it is, 2017. That is, that is ridiculous. The I thing agree, is, but I, I totally see where you're coming from because I get it. Like, I have a super supportive family. Mm -hmm. And my family was always there for me. Even if I have a lot of issues with my brother and my dad and whatever now, my dad is one of the most supportive people. Like, he hates theater. Comes to see every single one of my <laughs> shows multiple nights. Like, he's sure. always there. Yeah. But Support family does help. Yeah. I know tons of people that didn't have that, that their parents told the boys go out for sports go out for football do whatever and they told the girls join choir join well, something well, the thing that, is, okay, societal, I'll, Maggie, I'll let you talk that are societal seen as more girl things versus guy things i just wanted to finish my point mm -hmm. uh, for i'm talking about drafting but then uh one of my friends i would go and uh, after i would go to my draft after you know the drafting area if you know where it is it's in yes. the same place mm -hmm. as the child development area <laughs> and i would go walk with my female friend from that because they were right next to each other and i would see in the class and it was the complete opposite. There was all girls except for one boy. And the thing is, you can't you can't chalk up that inequality solely solely due to uh, social norms or, or you know people encouraging them to do everything. If it's that big of a disparity, there has to be some sort of choice. The women would, on average, would prefer to do that class over drafting. Well, I mean, I have to ask you, how is it that? There's my self-defense class is all women, and I'm one of four girls in the AP macroeconomics class. What does that have to speak to as being trained to be victims in a situation of the in the instance of self-defense class? But um, I'm one of I'm the one of four women in the, in the AP economics class. So, the, so you're saying that uh, the vast majority of your self-defense uh, class is, is women? It's, it's all women, actually. Yeah, yeah. that was the it's same thing with mine. I'm, I'm asking you to speak to that, not necessarily with child development versus drafting, but also in the situation of um, self-defense versus taking a more um, political, men, uh, male-driven kind of workforce option job class. Well, I would say that women probably take that, that class more because women are, like I said before, I mean, on average, women are physically weaker than men and would you would you use the word objectified almost would you say that um would you speak to the fact that women have to choose to walk a certain way because down a certain street because yeah, they don't feel I, safe the thing is that's because, not actually true men are actually assaulted more often than women are and i understand and i in no way want to discredit any um gender that's being assaulted but i'm asking um on the day-to-day -day cat calling and the day-to-day -day, um 
thinking about what you're wearing before you go to school so you don't get dress coded. Thinking about what you're doing bef so um, you don't get your ass grabbed in yeah. public places. I'm asking for you to speak to the um, for the people who have to make these choices so they can know what's better and safe for themselves in a, from a gender. Do you sure. think that that speaks to inequality? Do I think that speaks to inequality? No, I think that speaks to a couple of jerks. I mean, the the, va the vast, vast majority of men do not catcall. The vast majority of men. I know that. Come on. Oh, it is true. You're saying over 50% of men catcall. I've never called out to a... I, okay, no, I just put life. through at any statistic. If, yeah. if, 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 it, if it was greater than 50%, if you're saying... Well, no I said one that, said that. No one said that no, it I said, was... I said, no, I said the vast, vast majority of men don't catcall, and you said you don't know that, and I was saying I do know that. No, I said I do know that. Oh, I thought you said you No, know I have... Okay. My best friend is a sure, dude. Sure, okay. <laughs> All right. Seriously. All right. Well, what I'm saying is can't take this anecdotal evidence. You can't take... Uh, but it is anecdotal. You you have to agree that that is anecdotal evidence. That it is, it is anecdotal, experience, that's what I'm That people are experiencing it. That people I'm, have... I'm not, I'm not denying it. It's that not that an unjustified that, that fear. It's a real fear get, that people have to live well, through saying, every day that well, I've had to live through. Well, yeah. I'm saying it's not something specific to females. Like I said before, okay. men get robbed more often. Men get assaulted more often. Men are the victims okay. of homicide by a... The, no, the, all that number. stuff is true. The all thing, that stuff is, is true, but let's let's no, talk about catcalling and let's talk about sexual what? assault. Okay. Well, I think sexual assault. I just finish my finish. point? Yes. yes. Well, and, and and to say that it's that because women, bad things happen to women, that there's inequality. Bad things happen to men. Bad things happen to people. And so you can't say like you can't point out well this bad thing happens therefore inequality and the I thing is it does not follow mm -hmm. and i think yeah. what's more important is looking at the um society's expectations and society's pressures and society's um just the way that society affects women differently because like you said legislature uh does see men and women as equal and i agree with that and my father works in a corporate world and he's definitely seen the progress um and i agree that Bad things happen to men and women completely equally. I'm well. It's not equal. I well, mean, there's no, different. Yes, equally, more, but um, more bad women. Things, you know, did, yes. grow up to whatever, more, but more men. It, Both, yes. But it's when you when you chalk it up to the, all the things, it's pretty much the same. Yes, but I, I'm talking about what happens to these different people because there are some instances catcalling, mm -hmm. um, certain events that happen in workplaces, everything like that, that happen to women that don't always happen to men. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say women get catcalled more than men, yes. Yes, Hopefully, I, yeah. I mean, that's not can really I, an can argument. I ask I'm a not question? Can I ask a question? Sure. This is to the two of you. Have you ever left your house and thought wow i'm wearing this oh my god somebody's gonna look at me and think of my body in a gross way have you guys has that ever been something that concerned you sure i've gone out and i've uh maybe wanted to was gonna go hang out with a girl who i thought was attractive and i wanted and i didn't want them to think that i was i, I would like no i, I mean okay, I know. No, 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 no. hold on hold on hold on i meant I in a gross way as in first of all someone you don't know and someone that is looking at you like you are an object not somebody that you know that you're going to hang out with have you ever left your house and thought god maybe i shouldn't be wearing this maybe i'm too exposed because yeah, somebody maybe i should cover myself up and have you ever walked down the street walked past a group of people and had them say things to you about your body and your physical appearance and then when you keep walking they just keep yelling it at you and you can't get away from them I'm are, not, are you talking about people that you don't know correct yes. yes for me personally i have never experienced that 
for people. Do that you I don't think know. that what we're trying to say is? I'm not denying society it, sees I'm not denying women, but society we're, we're, creates no, yeah. this ideal. Society has created this place for women to be. Yeah, they've created this place of hey, you can do anything, but you have to do this, 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 and this to be able can to do an anything. Can I have an example of that? Um, one time I was in downtown Wheaton, very safe downtown Wheaton. Yeah, and, super, um, super stuck up in Wheaton. I was followed <laughs> by a group of guys, and I, they were yelling things, obviously, and um, it was I did not feel comfortable. I was with my friend, and we had to go into a restaurant and hide and say, "Hey, we're going to the bathroom," and um, so that they could stop. And they waited outside the restaurant for about fifteen minutes, and that's one instance. Um, I think with I mean, the like yes, the steps to do something, so women are told you can go be a CEO, right? That's awesome. I know someone whose mom is super high up in the Lego company. Like she's awesome. She's worked so hard to get where she's had to be. And I don't know if this is something that has affected her, but I know people that have been told you can't wear that to work. I know someone who, for the speech tournament this Saturday, was um, she was sitting with a bunch of guys, and they were. And the coach was, like, giving them, like, tips on what to do. And he gave, like, the one person tips on change the way you say these words a little bit and someone change your posture. And he looks at her and he says, curl your hair for Saturday. Make sure the judges notice well, you. Well, if you want to talk about uh, restrictions on clothing and what you should and shouldn't wear and what you're not societally allowed to wear, you should look at men, really. Men, the only thing that men are allowed to wear is if you're in, you know, a business casual, if you're in a business casual uh, area is a... A nice shirt, a tie, maybe no tie, and nice pants. There's no variance in what you have to wear. While well, women are able to wear a wide variety of things from but are discouraged for wearing a, yeah. well, a wide variety of things, I, I which say, is the I would, issue. And I would say that men are not encouraged to wear anything except for suits and ties. And I, I want to touch on um, the fact that I think what we're trying to say is that women are seen as to not be taken seriously unless that they are wearing a certain thing. I know that it's either wow. play up so you can appease the males in whatever it is, and uh, or wear this so you are taken seriously so you're not um, swaying the opinion of um, specifically a majority of the time. I know people well, that have been told to cover up because it's a distraction to men. Yes, and yeah. that's a problem for me. What back going back to Maggie said, uh, I for males I know. When you go to a job interview, you my mother always made sure that I have to dress up with a nice dress shirt and tie. Mm -hmm. I think it's, regardless, if you're going for a professional look, you always have to act, dress the part you look. I mm -hmm. think it's not just one side of the spectrum. And sure. I think it should be for men and women. I don't think either gender should be encouraged to not wear things or to wear things. But the thing is, when men are encouraged to wear things, it's less of a, you're going to be a distraction, so wear this, and more of a, of a professional outlook. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, my big issue is women are told that they are being a distraction. And you see this in schools, too. Yeah. With, like, I know Edie, shout out to Edie, <laughs> is one of the only people in the building that regularly dress codes boys and girls. Yeah. I see boys in the school get away with so much, like, dress code stuff, like, wearing gang signs on shirts, wearing, like, pictures of naked women on shirts. Like, yeah. I consistently see yeah, men getting away either. with this, and I consistently see women getting dress coded for shorts, where, I'm sorry, have you ever lost yourself completely because you saw a thigh? I don't or a shoulder. I don't think so. Or a shoulder. I think there is that inequality there, and I think... It exists, and it's very real. Like, and I'm well, not saying that things aren't happening to men, because I have a brother, and sure. I'm worried for him quite okay. often when he goes off by himself. But the thing is, 
there are things that are happening to women that are not happening to men that people are choosing to ignore because they think, oh, well, you know, it's happening to men too. But maybe in some instances, not to the same fraction. And what you said, yeah, your, very first, same your okay. very first statement was men and women are nearly equal. My question, is that enough for you? Is nearly enough? Are you, you okay with just being like, oh, they're just about equal, so that's okay? Sure, I'll answer that question, but first I'm going to touch on what you said before. Um, you talked about how uh, men are not dress coded as frequently as men, and women are dress coded quite more frequently than men are, correct? Yeah, and also women have more rules than men do. That's I'm also a big part think, of it. I don't think that's true. I think have that, you looked at the studio? I think if, if you look, I have. And if you, if you, again, at the end of the day, it all comes down to personal choice. Women choose to wear short shorts, and they, and then they, get, they, and then they get uh, dress coded. My no issue men, is the dress code no, rules. If I may finish. And, and men, if a man wore shorts is, if a man wore shorts that went past his mid thigh, I guarantee you he would get dress coded too. I had an interesting conversation actually. Um, a man did do that, and he did not get dress coded. He goes to this school. Um, I got dress coded for um, have wore the shirt of a back was see through, so you could see my uh, back. yes. And um, I thought it was interesting that I was dress coded for that, and I. Like I said, the boy was not dress coded. And um, also uh, a shirt with a woman in a bikini with a dog collar around her neck, and he did not get in trouble for that. And I have to say that it there are that is an extreme case, but I, it happens all the time. Sure, I'm not denying that some things slip through the cracks, and I'm not denying that more women get dress coded than men, but it's because, but in reality, it, it, like I said, it comes down to choice. And to answer Joy's question is, that is when I said, uh, I think you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. Oh, that's why I'm trying to clarify. Sure. Yeah. Why I asked. Well, then you also asked a loaded question at the end there. Which, okay, well, yeah, then explain it to me. Um, so when I say women and men are nearly equal, I mean that, I basically mean they are equal. Women and men are equal under the law, but then the, we, women and men are affected differently by society because women and men are different. The thing is, oh yeah, okay. Okay. The thing is, <laughs> Basically what I'm saying is that women and men are equal. Women and men are equal in society. Women and, but I don't mean, what I mean, don't mean is equal outcome. What I mean is equal opportunity, okay? Women and men have equal opportunity. And in fact, a lot of times women have more opportunity than men in certain areas. And I, I do happen to agree with that. I think that um, technically, from a technical standpoint, women and men do have equal opportunity. And I think the, um, how um, women are expected to get to the top is a little bit uh, different, and I think um, what happens when they're trying, not necessarily that, but um, when women are trying to get to the same position as men, it gets a little bit rough, and it gets a little bit patchy and um, hard to overcome certain things. For example, growing up in an extremely uh, conservative household, my mom uh, would let it be known that she was going to pay for my brother's college and not mine because my education was not worth that's horrible um, i agree that's all yes and from starting from a young age i was told women are to be seen and not heard and it was always my brother's education over mine and i recognize that i have it extremely that's, that's i'm extremely extreme. privileged in a lot of um, instances in my life and i especially in that whole situation people do have it worse than me and women are told that all the time and I have seen the effects of that and sure. it's I think it's I interesting think that successful women are um, seen as brats and are they? 
Yes. I, all the time. Um, oh, yeah. All the time. For, yes. If someone speaks their mind, they're told you're being too loud or you're being rude just because they want to have an opinion. And that doesn't happen all the time. Of course not. Nothing happens all the time. And I think that's important to remember while we're having this discussion is that nothing happens all the time. And nothing happens to everyone as it happens to everyone else. But that does happen. And you see it a lot in, like, with POCs. They're told, especially African-American women are called sassy or yeah like i don't, I don't know uh, another okay. good word but I, for I was, just like speaking their opinion in the yeah. workplace i was watching um a video on on facebook yesterday and it had all to go off your point african-american women girls in school and they were talking about what they have been called and some said that they're aggressive they're too aggressive they're too mean they're too bossy and i just I, I want you to continue what you were saying. I just I needed to put. Done. I just needed to put that in there. So, do you have something else? Yeah, um, I wouldn't say um, being shut down for what you um, say is just a woman. For example, in UC um, University of Berkeley, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos gave a speech, and he was going to give a speech. He was going to give a speech, <laughs> yeah. but um, before he even was going to, he had to pay for the security himself because they told him about that last minute, which consistently happens. And then you see the outrage um, where there's car set on fire, riots and everything. And you get another example of uh, Benjamin Shapiro, where he went try to go to DePaul University. Uh, they said he could not. So then he's like, all right, I will attend the event. They shut him down there just because he had a different idea. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I said, yeah, I feel like that no, the, the voices that are getting shut down are, are, are the voices that uh, are not necessarily totally on your side. You know what I mean? I think that more of the voices that are getting shut down are the people who are more like, you know, Milo Neopolis and Ben Shapiro. And I think that, I like why I'm having this discussion in the first place, because I think it's important to have discussions with people who yeah. disagree with you. I mm-hmm. think that's, that's why I think it's yeah. awesome that you guys are here, because so often people are like, oh, I want to hear what, like, as a yeah. liberal person, Kinda a lot getting, of liberals it, are like, I want to hear what liberals are saying, an and conservatives are like, yeah. I want to hear what conservatives are saying. Sure. But to have an actual argument and to have an idea and to be able to formulate that. And you to can't not be just, hostile. Yeah, and it's it. not like a counter, it's like you have to have a counter argument. You have to hear the counter argument to make your own argument. Are we not? Yeah. All right, well, on to a different controversial <laughs> subject. Um, so there's been a lot of talk about Trump and how he could uh, possibly um, overturn the uh, Roe v. Wade um, with his new Supreme Court pick. So I just I want to know from a boy's perspective, what what is your view on Planned Parenthood and abortions? I, I just from a conservative perspective, I, I need to formulate that in my mind. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, not as just a male, but as also backing with 50% of women who are also pro-life. Um, I, I personally don't believe in uh, the funding of Planned Parenthood, and I think it was a good idea of defunding abortions overseas. It just doesn't seem... Yeah, one of the executive orders. One of his executive orders uh, signed in. Um, and I don't believe that um, Planned Parenthood, uh, which is majority of, of abortions, it performs should, most abortions. Yes, most abortions okay. uh, is a good thing to have. I think it's important to realize what else Planned Parenthood does as yeah. um, a main benefactor coming from uh, Medicare, Medicaid, okay. sorry, and she has some, what else they do? Yeah, all right, so 41% of everything that Planned Parenthood does is STI and STD testing and treatment. Um, 34% of Planned Parenthood is 
focused on contraception. 11% is other women's health services, a lot of stuff, not even just women's health services, just things that women could need that don't, like, that can't afford it. Breast cancer. 10% is cancer screenings and Mm -hmm. prevention. Yes, there you go. 3% is abortion services. 3% of everything that Planned Parenthood does is abortion services. And then 1% is just listed as other services. But, um, do you guys know what the Hyde Amendment is? Do you guys know what that is? Just passed in 2015? (laughs) Well, no, I just wanted to know, because a lot of people don't know what it is. Like, I found out recently. And the Hyde Amendment states that unless in the case of rape, incest, or damage, potential damage to the mother, federal funds cannot fund abortions. So that money is not coming from the federal government. A small portion of it comes from state government, and a lot of it comes from individual benefactors, people mm-hmm. that donate to this cause because yeah. they think it's something worth fighting for. So you said you don't... Okay, do you think that they should defund Planned Parenthood totally or just defund the abortion part of Planned Parenthood? Because that's another kind of thing, too. Because if you want to defund Planned Parenthood in general, you have to understand that there are so many women that would die on the street of breast cancer, of mm-hmm. cervical cancer, of any type of cancer because they wouldn't know they had cancer and wouldn't be able to get the treatment because maybe they didn't have the money for it. And I've talked to people that want it to be up to the states, but what if a state decides not to fund it? So what if a person doesn't get that treatment? So are, when you said you don't want like federal money to like fund Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood <laughs> are you talking specifically about the abortion part or about... Planned Parenthood as a whole? Um, well, two things. Um, I don't think Planned Parenthood as itself and as the, found, the founder, Mac, Margaret Sanger, um, very good. I think there's other, there's multiple, um, also multiple health clinics that can also perform abortions when, well, like you said, rape, incest, and uh, women's, the mother's life is in danger. Um, but the 3% um, statistic is not fully true. Um, they well. I cross-checked it. No, but they're, what they're saying is, if you get a cup of water uh, multiple times, they count that as um, a sir or as a treatment. As a yeah, as a service. And it goes towards the uh, percentage. Yeah, it goes so it brings down the abortion. But if believe it's seven or eight out of w- women who walk into a Planned Parenthood when they finally are done, they do perform an abortion. And there's also another statistic that they called 41 different uh, Planned Parenthoods, and only three of them didn't exclu- exclusively uh, serve just abortions. So just the, the only thing they offered was just abortions? For, all but three? Yeah, all but three mm-hmm. out of the 41 they called. Which ones? Um, I do not have the list with me. I can pull it up. Um, I can I have your site for that? Because that, I just want to check that out. Yes, I can uh, show you in a second. Okay, maybe. thank you. Um, so I just... <laughs> I want to know how it is that every every law that has been made that controls what women can and cannot do with their bodies has been made by men. So, in what way? Are you talking about legislators? Yeah, legislative laws. Every legislative law that has been right. made to hold on, made sure. to either tell a woman what she can and cannot do with right. her body has been made by a man. Majority Yet, men. No. Oh, you're talking about the laws themselves? Yes. The laws themselves, the the people who have signed the laws are men. So there have been no laws to regulate um, men's quote-unquote reproductive health. So shouldn't there be regulations on both if you want to make things equal? Why isn't there regulations on both? Because how is it that Viagra 
is covered under your insurance. I I'm, I'm sorry when you, the government is funding your ability to get an erection. That, that is, and then you want to take away Planned Parenthood, which gives women the opportunity to, if they get sexually assaulted or raped or whatever you want to call it, they have the opportunity well, the to go... Well, the shows that, it, that they would, um, that they would receive the funding. Yes. But they, they receive the funding. But if you got rid of Planned Parenthood, then they... The thing is, when people say they want to get rid of abortions, basically, that gets rid of safe abortions. That yeah. encourages women to go out on the I street, agree. use coat hangers, hurt themselves, kill themselves. Abortions are always going to happen, okay? Because condoms break. Yeah. Birth control doesn't work. Nuva ring slips. Um, the bars in your arm expire earlier than they're supposed to expire. The thing Whatever. Any number of things. The, va the vast majority of uh, abortions are a result of not using the proper uh, contraceptives. Nine, condoms themselves, are, when used correctly, are... They actually did a study. They showed that if they looked, they looked at a hundred couples having uh, intercourse consistently over a year. Out of the hundred, only one of them actually had an unplanned uh, pregnancy. And I'm, talking, I'm not just talking about you know, one for every hundred times it's gonna it's gonna be wrong. But I'm saying that the vast majority of people who use abortions aren't. Uh, the vast majority of people who receive abortions, it's a, it's a result of them not using taking the proper steps to use proper contraceptive. And there was one other thing that you brought up. Oh yeah. Uh, well, okay. Wait, 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 wait. No, it, let let just, what was it again? Yeah, you're talking about men's reproductive health. Uh, Viagra. The thing is, the government doesn't control private insurance companies. Viagra is a lot cheaper to provide than an abortion is, or a lot of the uh, contraceptives that women use. But what and, does but, that have to do with anything, though? Because you, that's well, you, the, you're, well, you we're ask, talking about the same thing well, you, here. You, you ask why don't they regulate? That what I'm saying is because it's a lot cheaper and it's a lot it's a lot less complex. Is it, but it doesn't is it matter necessary for men though because well, it's a the thing is it, but it's not the government who's who's doing that it's mm -hmm. private insurance companies yes. it's a lot cheaper so they're choosing to do that so they get more they, mm -hmm. they're providing that service because it gets more customers but therefore when they they make more revenue they don't make more revenue by covering that sort of thing the thing is what drives com private companies is dollars mm -hmm. the thing is they will do the thing what the thing is companies don't care about morals they don't care about what's right or wrong for the most part, at the end of the day, they care about what will make them the most money and covering Viagra yes. makes them more money. But if you're talking about morals here, if they're gonna say that, um, if lawmakers, politicians are gonna say that it is immoral to end a pregnancy, then it is, it's immoral, okay, for me, it's immoral to give a guy Viagra because he can't put out. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I just, I don't see how you can then you go then you run into the subjective then you run into the subjective well okay when you come to like opportunity and all that i if you're gonna take away the opportunity to get safe abortions shouldn't you take away the opportunity to get pregnant in the first place because okay men you you can produce sperm for the rest of your life women it doesn't happen like that but that that's beyond the point Men get, do get less fertile as time goes on. I, I think it's interesting to look at it um, systemically as well, how um, we are one of nine countries that does not have required maternity leave. And, yeah. Or paid maternity leave, excuse me. And, or paternity um, leave, I think. Yeah, both uh, are important. Uh, yeah, and I think both, both are important. Uh, yes, and I, I think it's an interesting to look at it um, from the systemic uh, standpoint as well, because you are not only, and I understand the healthcare, uh, making money and everything, um, 
you were enabling men while disabling women as well as taking away their um, uh, their ability to kind of care for their children sure. after it happens because at the end of the day it is uh, technically their job because they're the only people who right, can so have children. Right, so you're yes. suggesting that there should be mandated maternity leave for a certain amount by the government. I Yes, I, I do well, believe personally in that. Because individual companies do oftentimes provide maternity and paternity leave. Yeah, but they don't have to. Yeah. That's true, and I don't think the private company should be forced to. How, if you actually look at it, enforcing paid maternity leave actually disincentivizes companies to hire young women. Why? Let, let, look at I, look, hold on, let me just real quick. Let, let me, let's look at it from like a, a broad, like like, a, like outside okay. looking in, right? Mm-hmm. If you have two two people, exact same age, exact same qualifications, exact same experience, of course. And if there's pay, and if there's mandated maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And but the only difference between them is that they're a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. What incentive do you have to hire the woman over the man? Right? Assuming because that they're, the woman is going to have kids, which yeah, a lot of women don't said, have yeah, kids. That's why I said young woman. Men have no possibility to have children. So are you saying well, that a woman has is less eligible because she has she, because she physically, as a woman, being born into that uncontrollably, um, she has less of a right to get a job? That's not, or, that's not what I'm saying well, at all. I'm saying the you actually disincentivize companies to hire women. Are you but saying that we, dis- are you saying that we disincentivize ourselves by being uncontrollably born women because we now have an opportunity, quote-unquote, that men don't have, so that's setting us back systemically. Opinion. Well, I but know, that's But that's kind of what you said, though. It, it, you didn't well, say it, yes, but you all said I've, it. All I've said with regard to the maternity leave thing is you actually make it less profitable for companies. So they make the choice. They, they are less likely to hire on an individual level, level, a young woman than a young man, if you introduce paid maternity leave. Actually, is more equal for everybody if you don't have it at all. Because and is that so do you think inequality? when a woman has a baby, she should just have to take time off to either raise the child and not get paid, or, I think, or have to leave her the job. job. Quit again, her job, or have to leave the child with a nanny and again, not raise her own child. Again, I, it, all, it all comes down to choices. We make choices, and, if you, mm-hmm. you know, and, if, and each job has different benefits. I'm if you don't plan on having a child, for instance, you won't go. You you'll go for a higher salary and less benefits, and because and because uh, if you, you don't plan on having children, you'll go for the higher salary, and you, you don't want to have the job that includes maternity leave. While if you do plan to have children in the future, maybe you'll take the lesser salary, but it offers maternity leave. So are they suppo- are women supposed to settle because they want to have children? It's not and build settling. A it's making different choices. It's it is it's making different though. choices for um, lower wages for a different job that they might not have been able to get whenever they have children. I actually have an interesting case study which I just wanted to fit in um, that uh, social case study as well as uh, economic that um, women becoming mothers have absolutely no decreased productivity. But that's something completely different. I just wanted to let that fit in there. Um, you're you're saying that having being out of the workforce for twelve plus I'm, weeks I'm, has I'm, no I'm saying has what no I'm saying what the woman gives to the job uh, from in the a, long run. A lot of times, yes. women can work from home on maternity leave, and that's yeah. the thing. Okay, well, I wanted of course to. There's options, but yeah. there's, there's a lot of job, but there's a lot of jobs where that's not a possibility. Well, and I, I don't think, think you should be. force people. Right? Why should you force a small business to provide twelve weeks of unpaid? For 12 weeks of pay to someone for not working at all. Offer them the option to work at home then. If that's really, if a, well, I, if a company like really has said, that much of a concern, if that's really something that they're... Business. Okay, if that's something that the small business is really struggling with, then they can find a way to have her work from home. And oftentimes, like, a woman can stop in the office, grab something, and leave. Like, it's not like a, she's bedridden for however many weeks maternity leave is. I, I don't it's, think, it's, do, you, do you think... Uh, I, I think it's... 
important to remember postpartum depression as well and that having a child is a medical issue and it's well of course the gift of life but it's not as okay i just had a kid i can go back to work now as it's my duty exactly so personally i women need to take time off i mean Mm -hmm. it's 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 a major it's a major thing Mm -hmm. it's like much like even like people take time off for having surgery it's much greater than that Mm -hmm. it's and also it's important for the what i would say it's important for the mother to have you know that initial bond with their child in in the first uh uh beginning of you know the life but i don't think you should force other people to pay for that Mm -hmm. i don't think it's moral but look at all these other countries that give paid maternity leave that give a mandated time for paid maternity leave they are much more successful in other areas than we are and it's it's a proven fact. I can look it up right now. What are you talking? In, 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 what, in, what, in what areas? Um, Switzerland is just everything. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, God, I want to live in Switzerland. Like, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Switzerland, <laughs> Finland. I, I'm, I mean, just in all aspects. It. I don't get how you can say that you shouldn't have paid maternity leave and a mandated time when all of these other countries are doing so much better than we are in that realm in that realm yes they are honestly what realm it's okay honestly i think what it is is it comes from a standpoint of privilege and privilege is not a bad thing and i hate when people say the word privilege and people get all up on your case the thing is this is something that you're never going to have to experience you're never going to understand what it's like to be at a job, to have a kid, and then say, you need to quit your job. We can't pay for you to take care of your kid. And that's not something that I can even be mad at you about because it's not your fault. Okay. That's just something you're, that you're not going to be able agree. you're not going to be able to experience that. So kind of like, and it's the thing is, you have your views, I have my views, and I come from a place different than you're coming from. And I think that it's something that I will have to deal with. Potentially, you know, I'm not planning on having kids, but you know, things happen, whatever. Um, I just don't think it, you can understand it. And not that I you're disagree. ignorant or stupid I or disagree. whatever. I think you're a really smart person. I've known you my whole life. But I think that that's something that, like, a genuine fear of mine is well, my genuine fears are not being able to make friends as an adult because I'm worried that no one's going <laughs> to like me. <laughs> like, legit, I'm going to hang out with people from work. And <laughs> two, the fact that if I have kids, I'm either going to have to take off work or make my significant other take off work and potentially be at a real financial risk. I don't think like, the thing is if you ask a woman to be like, all right, you're having a kid, you either have to quit your job or take a break. Either way they're not getting income, which having the baby is really expensive. And even like pre baby is super expensive. Like right. there's well, all these things you have to may, buy. I well I can't respond to I don't think it's fair to just to claim because I'm a certain sex that I'm I'm not I'm unable to make a actual coherent uh, opinion on this I can I can study I don't have to go to the sun to know what the sun is like I know that the sun is hot I know that the sun is a uh, it's a big ball of fire you, people can study things and people can become educated on things yet they don't have to be that thing and I don't think it's no I'm fa- saying you I, can, no, under- no, you can you understand are, it at a surface level I no, get that I, you can understand it at a much much deeper level you can and I don't think it's fair to discount discount what I'm saying just on the basis of my sex in fact that's by definition kind of sexist I'm not discounting what you're saying you actually yeah. did you actually that is what you did okay you said that I am All right, unable- let, let me wait, rephrase wait, I'll well, rephrase well you said I'll- I'm unable to understand because I'm a male okay, okay. hold on hold let, on. let oh. me let me just say I let me clarify what she's saying you you are biologically unable to ever experience what a woman experiences. You are biologically unable to experience childbirth, taking care of a child, that bond that you have with a child. Now, I, I have... Men can take no, care of children. 
What do you yes, mean? men can take care of children. There's just a but little bit of a different bond when something like comes out of you. Yeah, yeah it comes out of you, and it was and an alien is, in your body. I'll, I'll mean, never, I'll never be able to understand. Because I didn't, I didn't deny that. And like you, I never denied. And that. I know men are super encouraged to be this masculine thing, and I'll never I'm, understand I, like, that. I've never been encouraged to be super. Okay, masculine. well, I don't think uh, it's a has. it's a societal well, thing, Christian. But the thing is. I will never understand that. I will never understand that push to be in charge, to be the strongest. I am never going to understand. I, I mean, okay, not understand. I'm never going to experience that directly. Like, yeah, I can look at it and I can see this is what's happening. I understand, like, that sucks. But I'm never going to experience that. So there's going to, there's so always going to be what's a level. Point? Okay, there's always going to be a level of disconnect if you can't experience something. And I'm not saying it's like, oh, you'll never, you'll, like, you're ignorant, like, you don't know what that is, because that is how I sounded it, and that's not how I meant it, so I'm going to backtrack and fix it. Okay. What I'm trying to say is that you're talking about something that you've researched, probably, I'm assuming, you seem smart, I think you probably do research, um, <laughs> something that sure. you've looked at, <laughs> something that you've maybe talked to people about, but a lot of opinions and thoughts and arguments are based off experience and you're you're not gonna have that experience so your opinion is super valid i think everyone's opinion is yes, valid and i think that the valid. fact that you're here and you're talking about it with us makes you 10 times more than tons of people are that are sitting i don't know language that are sitting on their butts <laughs> and doing nothing about what they believe in men and women have a lot of different experiences and i think we can support each other but it comes to an extent where you're never going to be able to make a personal connection with an experience that someone else has. I never claimed to. I never claimed that I could experience that. I think. Um, I think there is um, a, a beauty in the whole situation of we have the biological uh, ability to have children, and males don't. I think it uh, it causes this empathetic uh, empathetic bond between men and women. I think it's um, extremely important to recognize that. Um, I think one of the big problems that we are facing is the um, is granting women the right to properly maintain and care for those biological um, uh, abilities that yeah. um, men don't have, and I think that is honestly extremely equitable and important to address in today's I th society. I think that that's all. I think that listen, I'm not against having women take time off. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily even necessarily being paid, but I think that you should not force because that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're forcing everybody to do that, and I think that rather than applying a blanket over all things, how about people make the choice to go somewhere that does provide that? Mm -hmm. Because but there's is that, different is things it, at different institutions. Say, yes, and you say it's a personal choice, but do you? Th but you're saying. You say it's a it's a personal choice yes. for it's completely interpersonal to make a choice to do that thing, but you just said that it was influenced by this by um, children by whether they have paid maternity leave or not. You just said that, so how can it be a completely interpersonal choice whenever they have to take in these factors that men don't have to worry about? What do you mean? I I'm saying um. I, I believe you just stated um, women have the choice to either work at one place while, with Which the benefits, certain benefits of, right? yeah, that's of course, over um, another place that does not have benefits. Okay. So yes, how is it their completely interpersonal choice to choose between those, say, two places when um, it is systemically not equal uh, 
when they don't have the same benefits, when she has to choose the maternity leave job, which may have a lower income, something like well, that, that, over the other one. How is it a yeah. completely interpersonal choice then? Because it's not exclusive to just females. Men, men like to take time, time, time off work. Of course. But on average, far less time mm -hmm. than women do. But it's, but you, again, you, you're applying a blanket thing to, it's actually a minority of people, right? Like, like most people don't have children, right? There's more women than men, right? Mm -hmm. By a, a, like one or two percent mm -hmm. in the world, but uh, not all of them. Those women have children, mm -hmm. so you're affecting everyone else adversely. When people can actually make, you're actually harming more people than you are helping people. Mm -hmm. And again, I, again, I think that you, if that you should choose companies that uh, mm -hmm. hire you. So it's not a that, completely that personal, it's not necessarily completely personal choice that they do have some systemic things that sway their decision? Well, yeah, if you want to have children. Of course, yeah. exactly. So there is a systemic difference between what men can have and what women can have. Systemic difference between what men because, have and well, women Because have. they have certain things, sorry, um, <laughs> that, um, yeah, they have to choose certain positions and things People choose different based things. on this, of course. <coughs> Tyler, I'd like to hear what you, yeah. you have to say. <laughs> I think, um, since we live in America, the beauty about capitalism, if the company doesn't put, give maternity leave and enough people don't come to that job, the company either will lose, it won't be a company anymore, or mm -hmm. it will be forced to become uh, paid maternity leave so yeah so, you, you do have a yeah, very so, valid so point there's a there's a way that women can make every company do it it's just by forcing them by almost using the dollar but using by using the thing that they want the most make is it, income yeah right by not working for them and make sure they're significant other if they're in a relationship don't work for that company and go somewhere where that does give maternity so leave. it is a fight so you do have to take I, a course of action. I agree. Course, you have to do that I, for everything. I think if you, so, if you want that, then yes, you should take that fight. So women are, um, so women do have to deal with that. So you think you that women should saying? have to fight to, to get a so good pay? I think so you should negotiate everything. I think, but then you can use the, you see, you're, trying, you're, you're making it sound like it's people versus women, right? But no, it, no, no, but, no, 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 we're, no. We're not I, saying I, that I, it's but, people versus women. I'm trying to recognize the, uh, that there are certain fights and certain choices that sure. women have to make that... Um, that men that, just that men also make. statistically do not have to make... On average, mm -hmm. absolutely. Men statistically don't have to make the fight... You, yes, okay, you are go-getters and you statistically make more money than women. Mm -hmm. So why is it that I have to fight so much harder to get at that same level that you are at because not it's not it's not because again it, it's making choice I I have to fight if I want if I mm -hmm. if you want something as but you don't have to fight as but everybody does yes as everybody does but you don't have to fight as hard as women do I think they have I, to fight I would disagree I fight I, 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 in different it's, it's different ways it's different yeah, in different ways I don't think that I don't think that men should be handed things either I don't think that there should be forced much at all I don't think there should be government. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, government. The state uh, favorabilities. Maybe. No, it's not the word. Government. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it doesn't matter. I, don't, I don't think the government should force. Again, I don't, I think that it's a better world if the government doesn't force people to do things. Mm -hmm. And I think that for, it's in different areas. Mm -hmm. A man can fight for a higher salary. Women can, but it's really negotiating. A woman can negotiate to have a certain amount of a certain amount of time after they have a child pay maternity leave and if you want to have a child then there's the listen the, to every single decision there's costs mm -hmm. and benefits 
it's different for every person. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's the most effective thing to provide a one shoe fit, one size fits all to everything because that's essentially what you're doing, mm -hmm. right? For every company to do that. You don't believe there should be even like a standard or anything? It's just a maybe like four weeks. I, I have a question. I don't like, think there should be for, to answer your question. I don't think mm -hmm. that companies should be forced at all to do that. So when you have surgery, like my mom had uh, surgery, uh, I think like last year at her job, and. She could work from home, but at the beginning, she couldn't. Like, she was super out of it. The drugs she was on made her super loopy. Maybe this was longer. I don't remember when this was. This was... A, I, my whole life is a mess. But <laughs> her job paid her while she was not there. Mm -hmm. Which and she you negotiated said, in the contract that she signed, right? I... Honestly, it's a super weird job. I don't even know what she does. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a very real possibility. But... Didn't you? You said you said we can. You said that um, having a child is like a, it's a med. We talked about it being a medical thing, and you said it was like a bigger medical thing than having surgery, right? I did. I think that if it is a bigger thing than surgery, and if we are going to go down that route, then if you are going to get time off for having surgery, you should get some time off for having a child. And I'm not saying you should get like this super long time off, but I think I think it should be mandated that if you have a medical emergency, you have a child. Um, there's any serious emergency that you should have a set block of time and it doesn't need to be super long a set block of time where you can know that you will still have income coming in and if that if that point if you get to that point and you are no longer able to provide your services to the job you are no longer able to do as well as you were doing then at that point you can be terminated sure. and I think that would be fine like to have the same amount for surgery as for maternity leave because then it kind of does balance it out and if if companies are going to offer paid time for surgery I think they should offer it for maternity leave too sure so let me ask you a question yeah your mom she got paid while she had her uh, while she was off for her, I yeah surgery, right? I believe so so um so it was in the contract that she signed right when she was hired that I she would, that she would get an allotted yes. amount of days off mm -hmm. right probably so, I don't I don't know her so that contract or so, really her job so your mother negotiated or it was you know provided by the company in a mutual agreement uh, a totally consensual agreement between two parties mm -hmm. that they would negotiate the day where she would have X amount of days off right mm -hmm. probably yeah but so the thing you're is saying she didn't that have already to... that already exists it's called vacation days and sick days yes but having a kid is not vacation actually yeah. it's a biological um... I'm not saying you know what I mean I'm not saying it's vacation I'm saying, yeah. saying but I think I think it's important the words that you're using because you cannot um, say All right, how about time off Oh better? yes, but I feel um, so having a kid means you're not allowed to have vacation days. You're supposed to like use them all up. I'm saying you should make choices. You listen, like, like I said before, there's costs and benefits to every single. You keep <laughs> saying you keep saying making choices, and so yes, having a kid is a choice. It is. And going back to the original question here about abortions. Oh my god, that's what we're talking about. Jesus. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I going back to the original subject here, so to make a choice whether or not to have a child, and let's say I need to keep my job because mm -hmm. that is the only way that I'm going to make a substantial amount of money and get somewhere in my life, sure. but yet I get pregnant, somebody either rapes me, I, well, somebody, that, that, that's there's, completely... hold on, talk somebody either rapes me or I just get pregnant, just, just so happen to get pregnant. And I know that I can't provide for that child right now. 
how can you still say after this entire conversation that you think that Planned Parenthood should be defunded? I mean, I, I think oh, wow. it, I think it contradicts. full circle there. Yeah, I think it contradicts a lot of what you were talking about because if it's opportunity, and if, and it's, if it's a, a choice, choice, a choice is to have or not have a child. So, so you think choice should be offered in some places, but not everywhere. It's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying everything you do is a choice. So, so you're saying that women should be denied that choice. What choice? Of abortions. having a child by getting saying you're an against abortions, not, against not, funding for not, it. I didn't. I never said I was against women's choice for abortion. I said that the people shouldn't defunding, pay for it. Defunding, defunding Planned Parenthood and defund, getting defunding. The thing is, you're, you're conflating. You're conflating defunding with di, with, ta- with you're, you're, taking you're, away no, women's right to. No, no. You're conflating taking away money from being provided to a, an abortion clinic to reduce to well, take okay. away choice that women wait have. and here's here's that's, the big blanket true. over everything abortion clinic planned parenthood i mean for the <laughs> for the okay, love of god i believe that's your statistic pa- that said that yeah um, only three ple- planned parenthood places um were uh, extended from abortion yeah three no. percent and the, here here's no, that was me yeah it was they you. said something else no but it doesn't matter who it was it, the big thing here is that when you say an abortion clinic, it's only 3% abortion. So now is Planned Parenthood's slogan well, supposed to be, we do 97% everything else other than abortion? Not, when I said abortion, you listen, you, when I said abortion clinic, I don't mean that the entirety of Planned Parenthood is an abortion clinic. I'm talking when someone, the place where someone goes to get an abortion is an abortion clinic. When I when I go to the doctor's office and I go specifically to the ear, nose, and throat doctor, I'm going to the ENT, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you're, you're claiming that I'm saying that a, that Planned Parenthood is solely an abortion clinic, which is, I just, just simply did not. So do you think that they should defund the abortion part of Planned Parenthood and leave everything else intact? Um, I think there's other organizations, other organizations that we could, um, set the Planned Parenthood in, into other organizations. So you think we should lump them into other groups? Yeah, I don't think Planned Parenthood itself should be funded, because hmm. with its past history. I have a quick question. Well, what what past history though? The the founder. The Margaret founder. Sanger. And can you kind of like go into that a little bit? Uh sure. So <laughs> Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, uh she was quoted at a KKK rally saying the reason of this was due to uh part of my language, the extermination of negroes. Uh that they'll set they'll have some black employees there to make it seem that it's not as bad, but they put it mostly in beginning um as well, a genocide, a eugenics kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Which the thing is, is we've gotten we've. I don't think it's there anymore. Yeah, of course, founders can say anything. Our president can say whatever he wants, but that doesn't completely say everything about our country. And I think it's still a good program. Can Can I ask a question? Go ahead, please. So, are you guys? You guys said you were against abortions, right? In most cases, yes. Other oh, okay. We're gonna I'm come. Not ba- no, sure, I'm gonna come back to that. I'm, I'm gonna come sure. back to that. Okay, that's, that's still something that I. Okay. That I, yeah, that's I fair. I'm not, I'm not entirely on one side or the other. Well, say you, you Tyler, you've said you were against abortions. What do you think is the best way to fix that? What do you think is the best way to lower the abortion rate? By making it less accessible. By making By it making not necessarily what, sex education, which Christian said. What um, I think is the contra- uh, contraception. I think something that's really important is to provide contraception, to provide sexual education. Do you think that we should focus more on providing those things? Uh, Do you think like not? We're, I'm not right. even going to talk about like right now. We should not ban abortions and provide these other things. I'm saying, do you think that teaching like 
a lot of schools sex education is crap like we had, yeah. a, we had a pretty decent one but i mean a lot of That's schools don't weird. don't teach you mm-hmm. about safe sex they just teach you abstinence do you think it's more important to teach kids how to be safe because it is 2017 right. i mean i'm sorry there, think, there's I, kids that everywhere yeah, in this high we're, school we're kinda, that that are sexually oh, active. We're kind of getting away from the point here. Yeah. You're, 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 we're talking uh, about abortion and Roe v. Wade. This is kind of going back sure. to Planned Parenthood. You're, you're attributing claims to me that I have not made. I'm asking you to make a claim. The thing is, we're talking about <laughs> taking away money from someplace does not mean that people, you're taking away someone's right. Does not mean you take away someone's choice. Does not, not mean you're, I'm, I'm just, but I'm but saying. But it takes away somebody's right to get an accessible and cheaper version of. It takes away someone's right. Is is a cheap abortion a right? No, no, I'm not talking about abortion. Just, let, let's just, let's just, just right. for, forget abortion. <laughs> let's so, talk. I mean, listen, I'm, let's I'm, ta- I'm, I'm Let's not, talk about contraception here and talk about STD screenings and talk about cancer screenings and everything else. So you're telling me that you should take away everyone's access to get... I'd be in favor of taking away the abortion part. On its own and leave everything else intact. Tyler wants to loop it in with other organizations and Christian wants to leave it the way it is. But my question is still valid. Don't you think we should like provide sexual education? Don't you think that's important? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. absolutely. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, we never, did we ever and then we, we could, shouldn't? No, I was asking and no one ever answered me. We like all started talking. No, right. I just the wanted an answer to that. Half a billion dollars that we give to Planned Parenthood some of it could go to the sex ed- sexual education. Okay. And then yeah, I think that's a really valid point. Other, sexual, edu- other healthcare organizations. Yeah, I think sexual ed- sexual education is important. I think that oftentimes it's not very effective. A lot of people don't even know how to put on uh, condoms. Right? <laughs> I know, Which it's just a problem. Pretty, yeah. pretty basic, pretty basic thing. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's steer away from that conversation. Back to what you were saying. Uh, yeah, like I'm, not, I'm not listening, guys. I'm not a super. I'm not really a social conservative. I don't really. I don't really care what you do as long as you don't affect anyone else adversely. Pretty much is what my attitude is all about. Yeah. And uh, which is very valid. And that, that's just what I'm about. Not, not to stop talking about this, but do we have any? No, other, yeah. I know that's. Do fair. we have? Do we have any other? Did yes, you have any other questions? Right questions? Oh yeah, I Let's have. Okay. I'd love to talk about some more. So I got a bunch. If you don't. Okay, good. I'm just so gone. Um. So, can I talk just? about the pink tax. Do you guys know what that is? Um, can you just go ahead and say it? All right, well, let's see. It's, uh, <laughs> refers, <laughs> it refers to the extra amount women are charged for certain products and services um, as far as like feminine hygiene products, so tampons, pads, all, all that stuff. Um, so do you, do you believe that we should keep the tax on those items, or do you think that we should get rid of them? Is it an additional tax? Yes. Yes, it is. I don't yes. think, well, as On a service, sales tax. As a conservative, tampons, I don't think I don't think, that, I don't think that's good. I mean, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think that's good. I don't think you should apply extra taxes generally to things. I think the, when it comes to necessary products, I don't think the taxes should be attributed. Extra taxes. So I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. Because, I mean... Just what I think is like people in our generation are more like, no, that's so dumb. Yeah, I don't like yeah. nobody. <laughs> I feel like people are just like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Why are we even still doing this? Like, yeah. everybody in our generation, whether you're, no matter what part of the yeah. political Spectrum scale you're on, you are, no, it, it's, I just. We can agree on certain yeah. things like that. High five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that makes I, me feel good. That makes me have hope. I have hope. Yeah. I mean, let's just from In personal America. experience. To go and get a box of tampons at Walgreens cost 
two boxes of tampons cost me eighteen dollars and some change. It's freaking nuts. That's, That's nuts. For and how many are in a box? Six. How how does it cost what me? What brand s- are you buying? Jesus. Your <laughs> <laughs> lord. I mean. And I, I. But some work better. Also, than I think it also affects males because when because men men and women are support each other financially also then oh, when yeah. the when I mean, yeah this isn't just for women yeah it, 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 it affects yeah. everybody and like when the guy the when he has a kid um and she's whatever age i don't know um, <laughs> and he has to go get it um, he, yeah he has to pay the extra tax too so i think it's just it's a terrible tax that no one also should yeah we're, we're with agreement yeah well at least we're in agreement on one thing here yeah. <laughs> um so there's this is kind of I, I feel very strongly about this. I don't like the guy. I. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good. Uh, go ahead, I go hope ahead. that man gets impeached. No, um, no, 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 no. Pence. Pence. Oh, about Pence. Anyway. Oh, about Pence? No, no, no. no, no, oh. no, no, no Zero no. out of ten. All right, so we're <laughs> talking about transitioning over to Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so in the general election and um, the primaries, he claimed multiple times that no one respects women more than I do. Mm. So, how is it true when he's caught on a hot mic talking about grabbing a weapon a woman by the genitals? Mm-hmm. How is it true when he's he called a beauty pageant contestant Miss Piggy for mm-hmm. God's sakes? Yeah. How is it true when you're continuously caught commenting on women's figures and the way that they look? I mean, talk about Carly Fiorina and yeah. um, in the general her. election these were these were his words. Mm-hmm. Yes. Look at the face. Would anyone vote for that? Can you imagine that? The face of our next president. So, how how can conservatives follow this guy? How can you vote for a guy the like thing is that? that? Well, well, for there, one, I did not vote for that guy. I didn't. I didn't vote for Trump either. Um, I'm not a fan of Trump. As, <laughs> as a conservative, I'm I more as a young conservative. I don't think many. I think a lot less young conservatives uh, are in favor of Trump than you think. Uh, no, you'd be, be sorry, and, and the thing is, to go back to the, if you want the actual, I didn't vote for Trump, but if you want the actual reasons that people vote for Trump is because the Democrats put the only person put up the only person that could lose to Trump. Honestly, well, yeah, yeah, don't, 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 don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Clinton, man, she got her baggage, her husband, that whole mm-hmm. crap. There's a lot of stuff. And she was a sketchy person. I'm not so a fan d- of Hillary so Clinton. Do you know what I, I am? Do you, not know, what a fan I, do you know what I think? What a big part of it was. Trump was very anti-establishment. Yeah. And I think that's what people wanted. And we, oh, exactly. as the Democratic Party, we put someone up against Trump that was. A, that was pro-establishment, mm-hmm. whereas the voters were she looking... She was the establishment. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, no, she no. was the establishment. And I honest to God think that's why she lost. And I'm not yeah. saying that Trump, like, okay, I think that Trump had some good policies, like, going through the election, like, looking at things that he was saying, like, okay, there was, like, a thing here or there, and I was yeah. like, okay, you know, yeah. maybe you're changing my mind. Yeah. And then the way he went about talking yeah. about it, that was my big issue, like, during debates where instead of spending his time to talk about policies, he just commented on Hillary and her husband's sex right. life. Like, yeah. we really need to hear about that again. Yeah, I yeah. To, like, I think everybody knows about that, so we don't really <laughs> need to keep agree. continuously sure, sure, sure. talking yeah, about I, it. And she, she had her baggage from her husband, uh-huh. and that's kind of where I think she really lost mm-hmm. it yeah. because, I mean, Bill Clinton, I'm sorry. Like, that whole ordeal, 
you lost the election for your wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there right and, now. But I also but, think there's an issue with that is a lot of times when people looked at Hillary in office, they, I mean, like, looked at Hillary running for office, they looked at, oh, this is what your husband did, this is what you're going to do. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah. and also people commented kind of fair, on her. But at the same time, no, it's I, fair, but at the same time, I think we... We, I mean, I'm not saying she would have been a good choice, but we didn't, like, a lot of people didn't even give her a chance because they were just like, oh, this is what you're going to do because this is what he did, and they judged her based yeah. on, she they judged the her based on actions that weren't yeah. yeah, she won the popular vote by, trash. Like, yes. almost three million people. Almost, yeah. And if, I think that something may have been different if she campaigned differently, but that's, I'm not here to bring up no, yeah. the election. Yeah. I, I think that's over. Yeah, I'm not here, I'm not going to defend Trump. I don't think that Trump, I, I was more of a Rubio kind of guy. But, but I will uh, say, uh, yeah. What I will say about Trump is, you know, I don't believe in those policies. Uh, even though I don't believe in the policies, I do give him some respect that he actually is following through what he planned as yes. a politician. I mean, the only and thing that, I can say about him is he said he was going to do the things and, he's do, and he's, he did exactly what he and said. And he's, he's doing, doing literally exactly what, exactly what, what he's doing. But, like, like it or not, but that you have to give a little bit of respect for following through. Okay. Um, Honestly, you know, that's so, like, I don't like the guy, but you know what? He did what he said he was going to do and it's yeah. one good thing People I got to say. People voted for him for that reason. So getting on the subject of the presidency and equality and everything it, yes there there have been um women presidents around the world women prime ministers um whatever your title is but there have there hasn't been a single woman to be president in the united states or so, vice president or a vice president i mean it, it, at least the vice president that, that would give us a little bit of like okay we sure. can maybe do this but who just in general, anybody that you think of that could actually, and I'm going to use the term, break through the glass ceiling. Right. I don't think the glass ceiling exists. Uh, mm. The thing is, you're looking at the uh, very, you can't say because of this, there, there, there's, you know, there's this. I think that uh, when you're looking at as small of a sample size as, you know, running for president, and when, you're, when Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by a large, a pretty wide margin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think you can really say that the glass ceiling exists. And I don't think you can say because we don't have a woman president, there is some sort of barrier to entry there. I just don't think that, I don't think that's I'm, I'm not saying because we've never had a woman president that there's not a barrier to entry. But at the same time, I think with the whole circumstance of she she won the popular vote. She she, she won did. the people's vote. We're getting there. We're yeah. so close. We're to so close to well, actually. I, I don't think that people should vote for someone because, because they're a gender. No, no, no. no. Yeah, and I'm not saying that. that. I, I, I am not I saying that by yeah. any yeah. means. Yeah. That's like people that voted for Obama just because he was African American. And I'm like, a lot of people voted for him because they liked his policies. But I do think people that just blindly voted based off skin color or gender, I think you're being ignorant yeah, and you're not taking the time to educate yourself. Yeah, I don't think that it's good to vote for someone on, on things that they can't mm-hmm. control. Exactly, um, yeah. that's a very but, valid point. And I, and, I believe but that. Then again, 100%. When, but then when you point to because we don't have a wooden president, I don't know if you can. Conf- I don't know if you can say because we haven't had a wooden president mm-hmm. I th- X. I don't think that that's really. A, and and I'm not. Argument. I'm not saying because we've never had a woman president that we're not equal. But at the same time, we've never had a woman president. I You're I right. I don't. I I really wish that the Democratic Party would come up with a strong, independent woman who doesn't have any baggage. I wish that the Republicans would come up with a strong... I wish all of us would come oh, up with a strong, independent woman. Everyone can be strong, independent women. 
how about before we, you know, try to get into yeah. individual, how about we just, how about we just talk about a person? Well, yeah. Let's just, let's just try, to, yeah. try to find one of those, regardless of gender, <laughs> ethnicity, etc. Yeah. Yeah, we need a qualified person that can take care of themselves, and at that point, you know what, our country will be fine. Anything like that. Yeah. It's not really much about. So, just to kind of end it here, I think, um, I think our whole point is just that we, society needs gender equality, whether it's in the United States or, um, in the world. And I want to just make it clear that I think we're all on the same page, that we, we do need that. Um. I'm in favor of equality. I, I mean, I don't think anyone really... I would hope everyone are. in this generation is in favor of equality. If, if I may ask, uh, watching the well, watching some of the Women's March, I saw a bunch of different posters, and I know that there's always outliers, but I'm just wondering, what was, like, the main, main thing that for the Women's March Well, itself? yeah, because I don't know. Manny and I went, but there was, mm-hmm. there was so many... There were so many The thing things. is, right when I got home, my dad asked me, what was the point? And mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. shook to my core. I was like, Dad. <laughs> but um, I explained, I said, people were there for all these different reasons. A lot of people on Twitter were saying, oh, this was a Trump protest, but that wasn't all it was. Of course, there were definitely people protesting that. Like, I got a pin and everything. There were people... <laughs> pro- it, w- it was a cool pin. There were, pe- <laughs> nice. there were people protesting, trying to shut down Planned Parenthood. There were people there fighting for LGBTQ rights, and especially LGBTQ rights in the female community, because oftentimes, like, trans people, lesbian, bisexual people are overlooked in the female community. There were people there fighting... For Obamacare, there were people there fighting for the wage gap. There were even people there fighting for things that didn't have anything to do with women. They were talking about the Dakota Access Pipeline, and they were talking about. Um, There's just a place to like, be. To it's a place to talk about inequality, and I, and that's why it was such a wonderful thing because it wasn't about Trump. It wasn't about the wage gap. It wasn't about anything else. It was about all of those things coming together and showing people that hey you got an issue get off your butt and talk about it get off your butt yeah. and prove that you're going to be an advocate you're going to be a social justice warrior and you're <laughs> going to fight for yeah. your rights and what you believe in and there was people there of all different colors shapes sizes ages there was this woman she was like 80 she was so cool <laughs> i talked to her she was awesome there were little kids there were like really little kids and I think it was so cool to see so many people come together to fight for different things so I think the answer mm-hmm. to your question is it wasn't for one thing it was for everything it was for equality across the board it wasn't even just for women equality it was for LGBTQ for race for religious minorities it was just for equality yeah okay so I, I think the it biggest was super cool, by the way <laughs> the biggest thing that we can take away from this is that you're gonna have to fight for your beliefs and keep it peaceful please (laughs) for the love of god keep it peaceful i mean you don't need to be smashing through starbucks windows because you don't like who's in the president's office i mean yeah that's trash that that just besides Mm -hmm. the point you need to fight for what you want and yes it's going to take a while for what you want for you to get what you want but one of these days it's gonna happen and when that does happen that is when true equality really arises and really um shows itself so what's it gonna take to get to a 50 50 world not even looking at politics for a second i'm talking about all parts of society shifting the gender balance would better everyone after all diversity is the core of america 
And that brings us to the next topic of this podcast series. How does patriotism correlate with diversity?